and welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And this is This Week in Skating. We scoured the internet so you don't have to in order to focus on the confirmed news and updates. This episode, we're bringing you the news and updates through Monday, July 18th. Now on Sunday, Daphne and I decided to record a day late this week due to the Grand Prix assignments. Now we had heard that they were going to possibly come out today, Monday, July 18th, but unfortunately we did not receive Grand Prix assignments today. We will keep you updated. If they come out this week, we will try to do a special episode on the assignments. Um, I know everyone is, including us, eagerly awaiting these assignments and are getting very impatient. Um, So there are some things that happened today that may be a reason for the delay in these assignments, and we'll discuss them later in the show. But yeah, no Grand Prix assignments to discuss in this episode. You know what, Gina? They just wanted to release it on my birthday. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Tomorrow (laughs) is your birthday. Tomorrow is my birthday. (laughs) And we are going to get this episode out on Monday. It's It's just going to be later than the usual Mm 9am, which I know you guys have gotten used to. Our episodes will normally be out on Mondays. Sometimes it may be different um, as far as what time it comes out. Yeah. And again, we just decided we had heard that the Grand Prix assignments were going to come out today and they didn't. So that we kind of were just... Instead of recording on Sunday, we decided, okay, let's just wait so we have the Grand Prix assignments, and unfortunately, we don't have them. So just stay tuned. Hopefully tomorrow on Daphne's birthday, they will come out, and we will put out a special episode with the assignments as as we discuss them. Yeah, we've been hitting the refresh button a few times. I know we're not the only ones, and I'm sure that people are getting impatient. Just imagine if you're impatient how the skaters are feeling because they really want to know where they're going. I know. I think I saw Tim Collado. He was posting about, oh, I guess I'll just go to the rink now. No Grand Prix assignments or something. So Yeah. So we're all waiting. We'll see (laughs) what happens. But without further ado, we'll move on to our event results. And as we've mentioned in the past, things are starting to pick up. There was a lot more going on this past week. And I think you'll find it's going to continue to build until we get to September. So Skate Wilmington took place from July 12th through the 17th in Wilmington, Delaware. We will have a link to these results in our show notes. The Cactus Classic took place in Scottsdale, Arizona, July 14th to the 17th. It was a national qualifying series event for singles and pairs, and we will put a link in to the results in our show notes. Of note, Megan Wessenberg and Blake Eisenhawk, who finished fourth at the junior level at the U.S. Championships in 2022, made their senior debut. And this was also Katie McBeath and Nathan Bartholomew's first competition of the season. Catherine Rivers competed with her new partner, Nathan Rising. Catherine previously competed with Timmy Chapman. They were the U.S. Junior Bronze Medalists. Timmy Chapman was listed to compete at this competition with his new partner, but he withdrew. U.S. Junior Champions Sonia Barham and Daniil Tumensev competed in the junior event. 
The Orange Blossom Open took place from July 14th through the 17th in Clearwater, Florida. I actually got to watch some of that because they had some live streaming going on. Of note, of note, Helena Carhart and her partner Volodymyr Hirovi finished fifth in the Junior Ice Dance event at the 2022 U.S. Championships, competed and won in the Junior Dance event. The National Excel Festival took place this past week at the Skating Club of Boston. Ashley Kane and Timothy LaDuke, Jason Brown, Caitlin Weaver, and Karen Chen were part of the instructional team teaching classes, and those classes included an on-ice edge class, movement class, dance class, and then learning about the IJS. I want to take that class. Yes. We'll put a link to those results in our show notes as well. And the Pro Skaters Open Live took place in Sun Valley on July 17th. Our good friend and photographer, Melanie Heaney, was there. This is a competition for professional skaters, and it was live streamed, and we'll put a link to the results um, in our show notes. And then stay tuned to Melanie's um, social media. I'm sure she will be posting some photos from that as well. Absolutely. So the ISU announced the dates and locations for the six Grand Prix events. The fourth Grand Prix event has still not been confirmed. Last week, it was prematurely posted on the website that it was going to be Sheffield, Great Britain, but that was then removed when the press release came out. They announced Finland as the host for the sixth event, but the fourth event was listed as to be announced. Maybe that's Uh, One of the reasons or a possible reason for the delay in Grand Prix assignments. I personally hope it's Sheffield, Great Britain, because I know that the British skating fans would love to have the opportunity to host this event. Yeah, definitely. I'm hoping we'll hear soon what this fourth event is, because part of me is thinking this is why we're still not getting Grand Prix assignments is because this hasn't been confirmed yet for this fourth event, so... Hopefully, we'll hear soon, and hopefully it is Sheffield, Great Britain. The all-event tickets are on sale for Finland's Grand Prix event, and as per usual, Skate America, Skate Canada, International de France, and the NHK Trophy, four of the standard events on the Grand Prix series are set. Um, Espoo Finland is going to host the sixth event, which is from November 25th through the 27th. I'm not sure what they're calling that event yet, um, but I'm sure we'll know soon. Finland has hosted a Grand Prix before. They are stepping up once again to to do this again. Sad news to pass along. Former ISU president Ottavio Cinquanta has passed away. Cinquanta was president from 1994 to 2016. He was also a member of the International Olympic Committee he was 83 years old. It could be that they delayed this, the announcements. I mean, well, I think this may be another possible reason why the Grand Prix assignments were delayed. And this is, of course, the thing that's getting all of the attention right now. But two-time Olympic figure skating champion Yuzuru Hanyu will hold a press conference on Tuesday, July 19th at 5 p.m. And that is in Japan local time. Yuzuru is expected to announce a decision on his future. Um, we've been seeing some news articles that are saying he is going to retire and possibly start an ice show. 
Um, we don't know exactly what the announcement is, but you know that's what some are speculating it is. And again, this could be a possible reason why um, the Grand Prix assignments were delayed. But um, stay tuned. I'm sure tomorrow at four in the morning, East Coast time, um, <laughs> social media will be a buzz on what this press conference was all about and what will, you know, what what Yuzuru announced. He's been a face of figure skating mm-hmm. for the last decade. And it will be very strange if those Grand Prix assignments came up and his name was not on them. Mm-hmm. However, um, I guess we'll know soon enough what's going on with Hanyu and if he is going to continue skating or retire. He's right. still young enough. He could do another Olympics if he wanted to, mm-hmm. but he's pretty much won everything already. There's no. nothing left for him to prove to anyone. He, you know, he is one of the greatest of all time. Right. And I know he's had some injuries as well. So maybe it's, you know, time to really not injure himself any further. And, you know, because we all know he was attempting the quad axle and he did attempt it in competition. And um, maybe it's time to just, you know, hang up the skates to not further injure himself any further and to, you know, just go out being you know, accomplishing everything that he has accomplished, basically. So, but we'll see. We'll find out what's going on. I hope fans respect his decision, whatever it is. I know fans are really invested in him, and I just don't want to see fans go all upset and get, you know, I mean, you yes, it's, it's sad, you know, to see someone you admire and you enjoy watching not compete anymore, but I hope they're, respect whatever his decision is and not get, you know, so upset and just really understand where he's coming from and and how he made that decision. I'm really intrigued by the idea of him starting a tour. Hmm. He is so artistic in his skating already. And I, without having additional physical demands on his body and really being able to go out there and lead a cast in a, in a tour... I'm really intrigued by mm-hmm. what that could mean for him. Yeah. I would hope that he'd take it outside of Japan a little bit because yes. I've seen Yuzuru skate in competition, but I would like to see him a tour that he's like headlining yeah. in the U.S. So I hope he just yeah. doesn't keep it, whatever he's doing. Again, we don't know for sure. He doesn't just keep it in Japan, but he brings it worldwide a little bit for yeah. his fans here in the U.S. Exactly. He has a lot of fans in the U.S. and Canada. And if we could have one or two opportunities (laughs) here, it would be great. So moving on, Japan uh, Skating Federation announced that Shoma Uno, Kaori Sakamoto, Rika Kihara, and Yuma Kagiyama will participate in the Japan Open. I believe that's scheduled for October. It -hmm. usually is. They haven't announced the rest of that. Um, who else will be competing in that too? So stay tuned for that. Figure skating has made its way to Peru. The ISU posted an article about the newest ISU figure skating member, and Peru is the fourth South American country to become a full member after Argentina, Brazil, and Chile. 
we know that we have one ice dance team that's going to be representing Brazil <laughs> in the upcoming season. So I'm really excited for the potential yeah. for some of the smaller uh, federations to mm-hmm. become, you know, to uh, make their debut out on the international scene. So um, in wrapping up our general skating news, Montreal figure skating coach Karel Vasatka died on May 27th at the age of 92. Karel is famous for inventing the short program in 1963. I did not know that. So that was an interesting thing. And, and there was just an article. I mean, he died in May, but there was just an article that came out in the Montreal Gazette. Um, talking about his passing and talking about him inventing the short program. So we'll put a link to that article in our show notes. And moving on to social media updates, it is a world of retirement for more ice dance teams and one male figure skater. So Natalia Kalashek and Maxim Spideriev announced their retirement from competitive skating on Instagram this past weekend. Eight-time Polish ice dance champions competed at two Olympics, 2018 and 2022, where they finished 14th and 17th, respectively. Wishing them both the best of luck Mm -hmm. in their future. Mm -hmm. Karolina Moschini announced on her Instagram that she and her partner, Francesco Fioretti of Italy, are retiring from competitive skating. They'll be focusing on coaching the next generation and helping their country prepare for the 2026 Olympics that will take place in Milan. Um, Moschini skated previously with Adam Lukacs for Hungary before teaming up with Francesco Fioretti. Um, She did have, I believe she also skated with Andrea Fabri, who is Marco's brother, before teaming up with Francesco Fioretti. So we wish them both the best of luck. And then Ireland's Connor Stakelum, who I saw skate at the 2012 JDP in Lake Placid, <laughs> has announced his retirement from competitive skating. He did that today. Connor Stakelum laid a lot of groundwork to put Irish figure skating on the map. Um, there's still work to be done, but I feel like his efforts over the last decade, especially have really started to build to something. So hopefully the skaters in Ireland can take things to the next level. We also will have a junior ice dance team representing Ireland this season as well. So that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, we mentioned that last week. (laughs) And we have some baby news to share. Two-time world champion and 2018 Olympic bronze medalist Megan Duhamel and her husband, Coach Bruno Marcotte, welcomed their second baby girl this past week. Mia Charlie Rose Marcotte was born July 14th, so we want to wish a big congratulations to Megan, Bruno, and big sister Zoe. Yes. We, we mentioned this in a previous episode, but Kate Wang's episode with Stefan Curry for his series Level Up with Stefan Curry is now on Snapchat. And we will put a link in the show notes for where you can check that out. But we had mentioned it in a previous episode, and now it is out. And so you can take a look at that. That's such a great opportunity for Kate. I think we mentioned that before, that it's a great opportunity for her to be a participant on 
this series because it will draw some attention not only to her but also to figure skating as a whole yeah i have to check it out because i want to kind of see how they interact um because you know he's the basketball great and then you know talking to someone in figure skating don't see that happen all the time so i kind of want to see what this is all about definitely and moving on to our last item in our social media segment uh, Zachary Donahue, along with his fiance Chantel Carey, will host a master class at the Extreme Ice Center in Indian Trail, North Carolina, on July 20th. We will put a link in the show notes on how you can register for that master class if you are in the Indian Trail, North Carolina area. Moving on to our upcoming events for the week, as we said, we're moving you know further and further along here. More events are taking place. And this week, we've got Skate Detroit takes place July 20th to the 23rd in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. Now, there is a live stream for this event, but it costs $29.95 for four days, but you get access to both rinks that the competition is taking place in. We will put a link to the sh- um, to the live stream info in our show notes in case you want to purchase that live stream we don't know right now who is competing at Skate Detroit. The Skate Detroit website has been down so um, for the past couple of days. So uh, we'll put the link in the show notes to the Skate Detroit website and hopefully it'll get back up there and you can check out the information on that competition. All right, next up, Skate Ontario's first sectional series competition is going to take place from July 22nd through the 24th in Waterloo, Ontario. We will put a link to the event info, starting orders, and more in our show notes. This event should be live screen, live, this event should be live streamed on Skate Ontario's Daily Motion channel. We'll also include a link to that. Skate Canada is also hosting their next gen team camp simulation competition. And that will also take place in Waterloo, Ontario, from July 22nd to the 25th. Last year's inaugural next-gen competition was live-streamed for free on Skate Canada's Daily Motion channel. We will include a link to the Daily Motion channel in our show notes. I love that Skate Canada does this. In a time when we're trying to grow the audience, it just it takes me back to what we were talking about with Susanna Rockamo when we did that interview about Mm -hmm. making skating accessible to fans. And this Mm -hmm. is one of the things, one of the ways that Skate Canada does that. Yeah, I know we here in the U.S., a lot of U.S. fans complain that Champs Camp, which is a sort of there is the simulation happening at Champs Camp, doesn't get live streamed for fans to be able to watch. Um, So it's nice to see Skate Canada at least have a live stream available to see some of that simulation stuff that's going on um, with their young team. So, yeah. Well, I think, too, I have to mention, the younger teams are more likely more ready for the competitive season because their season Mm -hmm. starts earlier. The senior level skaters, their season really doesn't get started until September with some senior B Mm -hmm. events. And this year for Ice Dance especially, we didn't get updated technical info for the Mm -hmm. Rhythm Dance until very late. 
So I can understand why you are, you know, U.S. figure skating maybe doesn't air all of Champs Camp, but maybe we could have a compromise and do something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to help yeah. connect the U.S. audience more to the skaters. Yeah, I agree. The 2022 U.S. Collegiate Championships in Collegiate Invitational takes place July 22nd to 24th in Richfield, Minnesota. The 2022 Sun Valley Summer Championships get underway this week as well. As we mentioned, our good friend Melanie Haney is on the ground there. Her company, Melanie Haney Photography, is the official photographer for that competition. Mm -hmm. Um, For those of you who don't know, Melanie does run a company and does figure skating photography as the official event photographer for numerous events throughout the country. Yes. And while she was in Sun Valley, she is getting the opportunity to photograph two of the Sun Valley ice shows that happen on Saturdays. So stay tuned to IceDance.com and Figure Skaters Online for photos from uh, the show this that happened this past week with uh, Nathan Chen and next week with Ashley Kane and Timothy LaDuke. So, yeah, she's getting that opportunity, too. I'm always so jealous of her because I really want to see one of those Sun Valley shows. And her photos are always so good from that. So, yeah, so stay tuned for that once uh, she gets back. And, well, she goes from Sun Valley to Lake Placid. So I don't know when she's going to get time to edit everything. But yeah. stay tuned. We'll, we'll have those photos when she gets a chance to unwind and get to edit them. But Yes. But speaking of Nathan Chen, this is not a competition. The ESPY Awards are July 20th at 8 p.m. on ABC. We told you that Nathan was nominated for an ESPY Award. Um, You could vote for it. The voting has ended, so you can't vote anymore. Um, We're not sure if Nathan will be in attendance or not. He's due to be in Japan for the ice tour later in the week, so we're not sure if his schedule is going to allow for him to be at the SB Awards, but I think maybe you just need to tune in to see if he's there or not and to see if he wins. So July 20th at 8 p.m. on ABC. And we're going to wrap this up by talking about a couple of events that are going to happen next week, which is the week after this one. We have the Lake Placid Ice Dance International and Ice Dance Championships. They're going to take place July 27th through the 29th in Lake Placid, New York. Myself, Gina, Anne, Robin, Jordan, Melanie, we're all going to be there. Can you believe it's next week? I feel like we've been talking about this since we started the podcast and now like next week, it's actually good. Yes. We're going to be there like a week from today, basically almost. But yeah, um, it's exciting. It's been three years for us since we've been mm-hmm. able to go. Two years because of the pandemic. And then last year they were doing renovations to the entire Olympic complex because they're hosting the Winter Universiad or Winter University Games in January. Um, One thing to note about the Lake Placid IDI and IDC is that um, it's a national qualifying series event for ice dance and it's also a part of the solo dance series for the solo dancers. Yeah, and is this our first international of the season, right? Yes, it is. Okay. I'm ready. I'm excited to see who's going to be there and just 
just enjoy it. <laughs> yes. And if we hear anything about live streaming, we'll make sure to pass that along. We don't think there's any live streaming, but if there is, we will make sure to pass that information along. Yeah. We have one more episode before we actually get to Lake Placid. So. Yes. And we will be recording next week before we go. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yes. We will get that out. And we should be discussing Grand Prix assignments maybe later this week. Right. I yes. Hope. Fingers crossed. Toes <laughs> crossed. Everything crossed. Yes. <laughs> Glacier Falls is also taking place next week in Anaheim, California. The 2022 High Performance Singles Camp will also take place in Anaheim at the end of the Glacier Falls on July 31st. And rounding out our competitions for July, DuPage Open, which is a national qualifying event for singles, takes place July 29th through the 31st in Evanston, Illinois. We have events listed for August, but we're going to wait and kind of go go down that list next week uh, when we record our episode. Yeah. And it, let me just say, it's getting busier and busier. Like, it is. We start to compile information. For, like, the next couple events, we've been just, okay, another one, another one. There's a lot going on, so stay tuned. It can get confusing, I realize, when we're going through dates and locations and trying to keep it all straight, so. Yeah, and that's why we have our website, so we can, you can go and see the calendar right there, which, yes, Daphne, I will tell people where they can find us. They can find (laughs) us on our website, thisweekinskating.com. And then our socials, if you're not following us, please do. Um, Twitter, it's at this WK in skating. And Facebook and Instagram, it's this week in skating. And trust me, we will be on social, especially if those Grand Prix assignments come out. We will be making sure you know who got sent to where. So make sure you're following us on social media. And then if you have anything you want to ask us, any questions, feedback, we love to hear from you. You can also reach out to us by our email. It's thisweekinskating at gmail.com. We really appreciate the support we've received via email and by on social media. Since Gina and I will be in Lake Placid next week, if there is anything you would like to know specifically, please let us know. Send us an email. You can send us an email while we're there and we'll do our best Because we're going to be doing photography. There'll be (laughs) off-ice photo shoots. We're going to try to record some interviews for the podcast. Um, Anne's going to be on hand to do some interviews for IDC. Yeah, it's going to be a really busy week. Plus, our good friend Jordan from On Ice Perspectives will be there as well. So we're very excited to all get back together and be reconnecting. One thing I did want to mention is we did talk a little bit about Melanie in this episode, and I wanted to mention that she was a guest on the On the Ice with Bernice podcast this past week. And if you haven't listened to this podcast, you should give it a chance because I listened to it today because I wanted to hear um, I wanted to hear Melanie's interview, and it was a lot of fun. Bernice has a really fun personality and I think that she does a great job with this podcast it's it's somewhat new so you guys should definitely check that out and we will put that in the show notes now is she a skater who has portrayed a character called Bernice is this is what I'm hearing yes it's very cool (laughs) all right I have to check out that podcast so very cool yeah 
It was a great interview. Yeah, Melanie did a great job with it. So it's always fun to listen to her talk about her photography passion and knowing her since she came to Lake Placid that first time to to work with us. Um, it was just a lot of fun. I, it was kind of like reminiscing as I was hearing mm. her talk about her early days with photography. And, you know, I first met Melanie in 2007 and now she is a three-time winner of the Action Photo of the Year for the Professional Skaters Association. It's it's just great having known her back when she started her photography journey. Yeah, very cool. And also, we didn't get to mention, but um, Dallas Classic recap that Anne did is up on the IDC website, along with the photos that Daphne took are up on the IDC website. We'll put a link in the show notes for that. Robin took some photos for figure skaters online. So those photos are up as well. So if you missed any of the Dallas classic coverage, make sure you check out FSO and IDC. We'll put the link in our show notes. Yeah. And talked to every single skater that was at that competition. She is still transcribing some things because <laughs> uh, we have some great interviews <laughs> coming up and she was, re- she really worked hard and I don't know she she had so much energy like she <laughs> was at the rink before me some I think both days because she was really energized to get back and and chat with the skaters and about their new programs and what their plans are for the season so we have some great quotes from even the little juvenile teams um it was a lot of fun so I'm really excited um yeah folks should check it out And we do have pictures and we will have pictures from next week's event as well. Yeah. And Anna will be just as excited next week to talk to everybody there at Lake Placid. With that, we have reached the end of our podcast. I know this one was a little bit shorter than usual, but hopefully the next one will have Grand Prix assignments. Yes, that that would be fantastic. I would love that. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate your support, as always. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And you've been listening to This Week in Skating. Have a great week! <laughs>